you're listening to Innovative Minds with Melanie Francis, where we talk to some of the top thought leaders, business leaders, and marketers around the globe. Tune in every Thursday and spark your mind. And now, let's get into it. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my aha moment segments again. I hope you are enjoying them as I love sharing my thoughts with you on a weekly basis right now. Well, as you can see from my background right now, I am actually shooting from my bedroom in Bali. So if you're watching the video, I hope you're enjoying the view as much as I am. Well, I guess you don't have much of a view. You've got my bed and sort of some trees, but I'm really enjoying the view of rice fields and everything else that's around me at the moment. So really enjoying working remotely from Bali. Had a bit of a technical issue coming on with Riverside today, which I hope doesn't impact the quality of the video or the audio that you end up hearing. My video was just not connecting with Riverside. It was not picking up my 4K web cam so I've had to come on Zoom to shoot this episode so I do hope the quality stays completely intact but curious to see how Zoom goes against Riverside. Anyway let's get into it. What I really wanted to get in with all of you today was how to get more views. So I know a lot of you are experiencing not enough views on your posts. So you'll post and you'll get like only 100 impressions or 300 impressions. And I know that can be super demotivating when you're posting and you're, you know, contributing so much energy into producing and no one is picking it up. No one is seeing it. So I wanted to help you out and give you some of my insights and tacks that I've learned along my last three years of my content journey as to how to get more views on quality posts. So speaking of quality, my first thing on improving your views is to be super catchy and super creative to maybe make the post really stand out. So the first thing is the first two lines of your post, the two lines that people see before they see more, you really want to make sure that you capture people in those two lines so that they want to read more. So you want to put your most poignant point up there. So if you're like, you know, writing your whole story, it's probably going to be that last thing you end up saying that needs to be brought up to the top. Like I'll give you examples. I couldn't sleep all night because, and then write your story or focus on something like this happened to me 10 years ago and it still keeps me up, you know, like really poignant. If you would like sort of more of those kind of lines to help inspire you, I do have a resource that I created of the 50 best lines that we've ever posted for our own clients, which have gone viral, just to help inspire you to start posting stuff that's going to be really catchy. Because I know at the beginning, it can be kind of hard, like, well, how do I start? How do I make it really catchy? And you need inspiration. So if you are 
wanting that resource, I will include it as part of the description in this podcast and you can go grab that resource to help inspire you. Other than the first two lines, instead of grabbing attention, you want pieces of creativity that really grabs attention. And things that I've seen work really well when it comes to grabbing attention is using something that's really relevant and pop culture at the moment could grab attention or really iconic. So when heist was like a really, really big deal, I used all the heist characters in my posts that I was making because it was just so relevant and I would be throwing them in because I knew how, you know, crazy everyone was and I was crazy for it myself. So I was being very authentic to my brand. It wasn't that I was using heist and I'm not into it because I think that's ingenuine, but I was genuinely excited watching these episodes and I pushed that into my content to just kind of spice it up. And that ended up taking my content to new heights. So similarly with our clients, you know, when we see using iconic things like Da Vinci Code or things that are really popping at the moment, like, you know, with the queen dying, if you could, you know, play on that, like what she left as a legacy and you're sharing something and relate her and you and something that's really topical or relevant, if you can kind of bring that into your creativity, people are going to be like, just stop and watch because it's like front of mind for them and that's going to catch attention. So that's my sort of Second thing that I've noticed is, you know, when you're trying to get into the content game, try and like sort of use, yeah, that pop culture, really relevant things that people are already, you know, wanting to see more of or they want to see more of, like embed that into your content. My third thing is to get more views, you need to have a community around you that's going to support you. And that's really usually hard at the beginning as to who's going to be commenting on your post. And sometimes what happens is we're like really looking for really top commenters, like really big people who are massive content creators that, you know, commented. And that's just never going to happen. Your customers are never going to end up commenting on your post. They're going to be the observers most of the time. And in my podcast with Andy Foote, if you haven't listened to it, do listen to it. And we go into depth that your commenters are like sort of other content creators and other people that potentially are also on a similar journey to yours and they would come in and support your content and you also would go in and support their content and because you enjoy both growing and learning together on this content journey. So usually the person that is going to be that community for you are going to be on that similar journey. So look for people who are starting out and have similar followerships to you are potentially also not getting the viewership and you enjoy their content and you think their content is good, look for those kind of people and make sure you ring their bells and support them because they're more likely to go and comment on your stuff back and, you know, build a friendship with you. So if you're kind of thinking, you know, Gary V is going to be posting on your stuff, that's not necessarily true. What you're looking for is people at similar levels that can support your posts, that can give your feedback on your post, even if they're not your customers, you really need your people that are on a similar journey to be posting on you. And if that's also your employees, you know, let them know, like, you know, to hit your bell because then they'll be notified when you post and, you know, work the content game 
that way on LinkedIn and you'll get more views by getting comments and not just any fake comments, like someone that takes the time to read the post and and increases the dwell time because LinkedIn's looking for someone that's actually like, you know, sat there and dwelled on that post and thought about it and then commented. So build a community of people that are engaged and comment on your post regularly and they really enjoy your content and you enjoy theirs and build that community around you. Another tip is to improve your views. Try to tag people in your caption that you're writing, like mentioning a company. If I mention Google, I'll tag them in. If I mention a person that I spoke to that is relevant to that post or I'm mentioning them, make sure you always tag them because now they're going to be notified and it's more likely that they're going to comment. They're going to share that with their networks. LinkedIn might even let their networks know that they will mention in your post. So you're going to then increase the content view of your post. So I recently saw Cliff, who was on my podcast, take on some of these tips. And I think, you know, he started actually getting way more engagement. He actually tagged me. I liked his post, which then showed his post to all my network. And, you know, he got way more comments than he normally would. So, you know, using credible influencers, using people that, you know, you're friends with, who have credible influence that when it's relevant to tag them in, include them. And, you know, people will, you know, go support your content journey back. My other thing that while I was talking about was tagging companies, I think partnerships are such a good way to get way more profile views, you know, like with that community part, try to build like partnerships with bigger or larger companies or influencers, like maybe take a moment to have a call with them and record it or like take a picture after the call and say what you learned from them. Using and piggybacking off other people is a huge way to grow your views. If you're not getting the views, like that's a huge way that you can partner with larger brands or influencers, bring their content into your content, and that will amplify your views tenfold because it's very much like they're going to then engage with that. So identify people that, you know, you could talk to, whether it's just recording a Zoom call and then you could use that as your content pieces. I know a lot of my clients, they've landed huge partnerships and we're always talking about, you know, how are we going to bring those partnerships to fruition in their actual LinkedIn? Like, are we going to have the partner and them speaking with each other? Are we going to create some sort of collateral, which really also um, amplifies the partner and what they're doing so that the partner will end up sharing that piece of content as well. So think about partnerships and how you could get on calls with partners and really bring them in. Don't just think about only yourself when you're growing your personal brand. Think about how you can use the platform of others to further amplify you. One big thing I've learned as well whilst doing that is don't lose your voice in it because if you're just sitting there nodding like that and listening and you're not doing your own thought leadership, then sometimes, you know, no one's going to go and look at you. So make sure you also bring value to that conversation, like whatever bit that you end up showing on your platform, like make sure the partner's really talking and you're showing a true partnership where you also have your thoughts embedded because I've made the mistake where I sometimes have just, you know, not at all shared my thought leadership and I'm just showing off 
others and their thoughts, but forgetting to also make sure my thoughts are captured. Hence why I'm doing these segments more is to make sure that I get to share my insights with all of you. And I'm not just, you know, collating all this great information only that I'm not just a content curator, but I end up also sharing back so people can understand how I think and what my thought leadership is like. So that's really important when it comes to building up your viewership. Another aha moment that I had and I realized was, my God, like, fuck, it feels so good to win based on content. Like, you know, when like someone inbound in, into you, like they're asking for your business because they've seen your content. It feels so like you're in demand, you know? So this content game is one of the best feel good ways of generating business versus when you have to do outbound and you have to call people and they hang up on you. That creates so much mental pressure on anyone that works that. I know some of my employees who've been in that culture before and they're just mentally so damaged from doing that cold calling stuff. And I get it couldn't work, but there is nothing as good feeling, I've got to say. And that's why I guess people love if getting into content marketing and they love once they have it going on, you know, it's just the best form because people inbounding in, you're not having to do that really, you know, that icky feeling of I have to pick up the phone and call and someone's going to hang up on me or they're going to abuse me. So you don't have all of that going on. So I feel that, you know, building your brand and using content to build awareness and bring in people and increase your viewership, it might feel really hard, but I guess it's not as hard as an icky as picking up the phone and getting hung up on every, you know, hundred call. And then one person goes, yeah, okay, I'll talk to you. And that person is probably not going to be a, a very good brand. I mean, they've been sold to on the phone, you know, what kind of person are we dealing with really that is okay to answer the phone and get on and not have trust. Like there's less and less of that kind of people there. Most people are like, no, I want to see what you've got going on before I'm going to ever get on a call and give you my time. So yeah, winning with content marketing. I know that Adrian listening on would absolutely agree like how traumatic it is to do cold calling versus how amazing it is when your content just works and it hits and brings in inbound leads and you don't have to have that icky feeling. My final yeah thing about what's been really aha moment for me this week was I genuinely really love transforming people's brands. You know, there's nothing that makes me feel so good as seeing a CEO come to me and they're not their personality is not coming through for them social and just to be able to revamp their profile, revamp their whole look and feel and what they need to say to the market. And I realized like I really enjoy just, you know, looking at all the profiles that we manage and feel really proud as to how they look. And if they ever look outdated, it's like straight away, I'm like talking to the team, what are we going to do here? Why is this not looking good? That's, you know, that needs to be revamped. I love just showing off how cool, how, or, you know, how deep someone's mindset is on social and just 
making people feel really warm to them because they're incredible, innovative CEOs. So I'm just like, you know, so excited to show off all parts of them. So in effort to support that and in effort to help more people grow their brand on LinkedIn, I actually was like, you know what, I'm going to create a community of people to help them on this content journey. And there's lots of things, you know, on LinkedIn that I can't talk about because it's a bit gray in their terms and conditions. And there's so many tips that I can't give away on these podcasts. So I was like, well, I'm going to bring people onto my Slack channel and I'm going to share with them all the little hacks and tips because I really want to help them on this journey. So as as soon as I'm learning stuff or my team's learning stuff or other content creators that are on the same journey that want to grow their personal brand and they see the importance of that, I wanted to create a community where we can all come together and just share those tips and hacks with no censorship, you know, with no censorship and just being a group of people that we can trust and we can share in on. So that was something really cool that came to me while I was actually in Ahmed here in Bali And I thought I need to create, you know, some exclusive communities and just share the things that I can't share on these newsletters or these emails. So if you're someone that's like, I really want to grow my personal brand and I want to receive those insider tips more deeply than the ones that I'm sharing. And you're really, really serious about growing and being part of a community that wants to help each other. I would love for you to come and reach out to me. I'll add you to the Slack group that I'm creating. It's in its early infancies. Get a lot of conversations and one-on-one. It's really nice when a community is nice and young. Come and join in. I would love to be helping you be part of your content journey and seeing you grow and creating this amazing community of content creators and sharing in each other's journey. So I'm super excited about releasing that and yeah I just can't wait to have all of you together and you know do more sharing that's it for my aha moments today segment look forward to coming back and doing this again next week hope you're getting value I always love it when you reach out and let me know what you enjoyed and if you got a tip so do reach out and let me know if you know you want to hear about something else or if something resonated for you it really helps me then build my content to cater for you you are listening to innovative minds tune in every thursday and spark your mind